So Garrett, I have a like a really important question that I need to ask you before we start recording. Okay, what is this very important question that we need to do before we start recording? Can we change our fates? When you said that, I thought we weren't doing the opening bit, but now I realize that this is the opening bit, and I'm not, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> disappointed about what? About fate. Oh, I'm sorry. Why, why is fate so disappointing to you? I mean, gestures <laughs> wildly at everything. Well, I mean, so there's that archer class, right? But they never use bows. I don't get it. Um, I am the wrong person to talk to about fate. I know, but I thought it was a good joke, so that's where we are. But I can't give you an answer. Alright, cool. Uh, you just want to talk about Digimon instead? Oh, uh, yeah, sure, why not? Alright, cool. Uh, hello and welcome to Going Digital Colon, a Digimon Rewatch podcast, where I am Shin Garrett. And I am a very sleepy cat. And this episode, we watched episode 39 of Tamers, which is either called Song of Sayakuman? I forgot how to say Digimon's name immediately. Or Whirling Ultimate Flower. Sayakuman Evolves. Whirling Ultimate Flower. That's what it says. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just it's an interesting choice. I mean that that does happen in the episode from what I remember. True. Yes. Good Speaking memory. of the episode, would you like to tell me about it? I guess so. I mean, it's a false choice. Like you, you were going to regardless. <laughs> I can't change my fate. Um, not that fate. So some fates I can change, but not all of them? Yeah. Some. How do you tell the difference, Garrett? I don't know. I thought you were going to tell me, well, some of them I've told you you had to do, and that's the fate you can't change. I mean, also that, but I thought that was implied. <laughs> uh, the beginning of this episode made me think that it was a, a like I had skipped an episode because it just sort of starts in the middle of things and doesn't give any recap um so clarissa mon and phoenix mon are like very silent all of a sudden and takata's like what is it and they're like oh the true enemy has appeared and so clarissa mon puts them in a cloud ball thing to take them to kulamon um because kulamon's in danger which is nice i guess on his part but he doesn't tell him what he's doing first and rika's like wtf so she's she like pulls some of the cloud away and sticks her head out and she's like, We're flying Which 
I I want to know about air resistance in the digital world because her hair doesn't like fly back and none of nobody on the inside is like holy shit it's really cold all of a sudden none of that stuff um and so the others are just sort of milling around inside of this cloud ball thing and Takata tries to talk to Jerry and she gives like a mini personal lore dump and she's like when my real mom died I stopped crying soon after and she's like I I can't love my new mom and then they're like oh she's closed down her heart because she couldn't stop Leomon from dying which is really sad actually um and just the amount of trauma this poor girl has experienced is unnecessarily high um so then they switch to Rio and Cyber Dubai and Turtle Friend um, and the tiger-looking dealie um, called Bai Human, I guess, um, that was fighting the true enemy in the chasm, pops out of the chasm and appears to have lost all of his strength to hold the monster in place and sealed him in. So they are like, oh, well, we need to go to where the true enemy is, which is confusing to me, and I want to return to this, but, so they bounce off, and then they're like, oh, the true enemy is closing in on the Digi Enchilada, and then there's this hole with a, I don't quite know what it is, but it, there was a water park I went to as a kid that had this thing that had four poles that went up to the top, and then it would spray water out of the very top, and it looks exactly like this thing, and I don't know how else to explain it, but... There's water dripping from the hole where, like, two arches intersect, essentially. Um, and so Clarissamon drops all the kids off on a floating rock. And the D-Reaper um, lava lamp balls are coming up. And they start, when they touch the rocks, they disappear them. They, like, delete them, I guess. Um, and Phoenixmon is like, fight me, bitch, and then flies into the hole. Um, and Clarissamon says that, Basically, the D-Reaper also wants to evolve. Um, and so that's why it wants Kuluman. Rio shows up, and then he's, like, verbally sparring with Rika. Uh, Phoenixmon comes back, and he's missing some wings. So they're like, oh, shit, this is serious. And Kuluman is still trying to climb up, and he almost slips off. And he's like, I'm scared. Everyone's going to disappear. And Clarissamon then, um, like, I guess one of the bubbles is coming up to endanger them. So he pushes... Uh, all of the kids that are on the rock, he pushes their floaty rock away from where they could get hit, which, like, probably should have been done in the first place. And Rika's like, fuck this, I'm gonna go take a look. And Rio's like, no, don't do that. But then he does the exact same thing. So, um, and Takato looks into the abyss, and the abyss looks back into him very dramatically. Uh, and while Rika and Renamon are going down into the hole where Kulamon is, they're having this discussion about whether they can change fate. And essentially, it seems like Rika's really upset about Leomon and wants to bring him back so that Jerry feels better, which is admirable. Um, and Renamon's like, well, we can't change the past, but we can change the present and the future, and that's how we can change our fate, which is practical. Um, and then Kulamon sees Rika and, like, leaps up to her, which is very adorable. But then a D-Reaper ball comes up and, like, eats her backpack. And then another one tries to eat them. 
a second one, and um, Cyrodramon like slashes at it, and Rio pulls the two of them into a cavern, but leaves the Digimon with outside, which is kind of rude, but I guess they wouldn't fit in the hole. Um, and he's like, why are you so reckless? And she's like, why are you so reckless? And then um, Cyberdramon is like, oh, we're not going to get out of here unless we fill this hole, basically. So he, well, Rio does that. And Cyberdramon cooperates and throws his little stick things into the hole and across to, like, create a matrix for other things to sit on. And then slashes all the rocks and makes a cover for the hole. Um, but then they're like, oh, no, it's going to explode now, which is, like, not good, probably. Uh, maybe not a better choice. I don't know. Um, meanwhile, the other children have decided to use Clarissamon's beard to rappel down the rocks to where the others are, leaving their Digimon up top. Um, and the bubbles start getting through this, um, I don't know what you'd call it, stack of rocks that, um, Cyberdramon made. And, um... It's going to explode. And very dramatically, Rika goes to stop it. And Rio calls after her. Um, Renamon follows her and is like, you're going to die, dummy. Stop. And Rikamon's like, but we can change our fate, right? And so Renamon's like, yes, even though Renamon should be like, fuck no, stay the fuck over here. God damn it, girl. But instead, they jump together and evolve over top of the uh, D-Reaper thing. Um, and then some feelings I have there. Uh, and somehow the bubbles don't bother her as much or she's able to stay away from them. And she saves everybody. And Kulamon's back, yay. And all the Digimon are so happy to see each other. And they fly off to the Clarissamon's castle, I'm guessing is what that is. And then Jerry sees Rika after they uh, devolve and is like, I thought I lost you to Rika. And Kulamon sees Jerry and is like, ah, but then he's like, oh, no, she's not happy, which is sad. Um, and the kids are like, now we can go home, you thought. Not going to happen. Um, and so then everything's shaking and the D-Reaper uh, attacks the, like, drippy thing that was up above. And then it explodes everywhere. And one of the little balls falls next to um, Jerry, but doesn't kill anything. So I'm not really sure what's going on. And then... Uh, I actually watched the preview this time kind of by accident, and I am shocked that this is not even close to the end of the season, but looks like we're about to have an end battle. So this whole episode was leading up to a very exciting next episode. I am shocked you watched the preview, even if by accident. Yes. Well, I, I, I think for that alone, I am forced to give you an A. <laughs> 11. 11 episodes. Oh, good. Good math. Math is good. Because 40 to 51 is 11, I think. We're going to say I'm right. I'm not even going to try to figure it out. I mean, that also works. Um. Yeah, uh This episode was alright. What's, like, above bad but lower than okay? I mean, I would say fine, but people say that's actually a positive, but I use it as a less than okay, not horrendous. This episode was fine. <laughs> it was doing too much of the too many things at once thing that, that the show likes to do. Well, and like, yeah, which is funny because 
it's only really for the most part set in one place which usually when they're doing too much it's like three different locations and flipping back and forth like somebody who's trying to watch tv without uh ads back in the 2000s when people actually had cable but it i it's weird and it doesn't like give enough time to really motivate anything that happens I think this is a poor episode for the episode that Rika gets to get her new evolution. Yeah. Also, I'm confused about a lot of things. Like, how does how does Clarissa Mon know that the D Reaper's goal is to evolve? And like, didn't it already evolve? Because I thought they told us that it had, clearly something had happened and it had changed forms essentially, which. Sounds like evolution, so I'm not sure what to think there. I mean, maybe it wants to force additional evolution. Like, it got it once, and it's, like, addicted, and now it's a basic bitch for Starbucks, but Starbucks is cool, Amon. I, I guess. that That's really, it's a really stretched metaphor for the situation, but, like, fine. I'm sorry. I just keep thinking about my friend who became addicted to coffee and now is like dying because going to Starbucks is a bad idea during this. I'm sorry. If you're addicted to coffee and at Starbucks is your coffee, you're not addicted to coffee. As a legitimate, I will walk into hell and fight God coffee addict. Let me agree with Garrett that Starbucks is not coffee. You are drinking expensive milkshakes that make you feel like you're getting a breakfast. Try some cold brew. It's good stuff. And it's not bitter. <laughs> I mean, she is drinking espresso. I I don't know. I don't. I have. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's. Uh... I mean, listen to me. I am qualified to talk about this. Noted, not coffee drinker. Yeah, ditto. Uh, I always fuck up when I order at Starbucks because I don't go there that often, and they don't have anything I really want, so I forget which things are like acceptable, and I'm always disappointed with my order. They have tea. They do, but, like, none of it's really that good. And, like, why the fuck are you going to Starbucks and spending all that money for water and tea? Like. Capitalism. Yeah, fair point. Also, service. Someone is going to do it for you, I guess. But Yeah. Uh, because you can get it iced quickly. This is also true. Yeah, so I... I don't know how they know the D-Reaper's motivation uh, or that it even has a motivation given what they said about it previously. Um, I also want to know... Oh, what were you saying? Oh, I mean, all we know that the the D-Reaper is just bubbles right now. Yeah, it's just a lava lamp that kills things. Not kills, exactly. Deletes? I mean, not unlike a real lava lamp. Uh, right, old old lava lamps use mercury, which is poisonous and would kill you. Okay, yeah, that's a fair. This point. is this is the train of thought I'm going down. Sure, sure, I I, I follow you now. Um, my second question is that Kulaman says I'm scared everyone is gonna, or I'm scared everyone is gonna disappear. How does he know that? He didn't seem to know what the D-Reaper bubbles were. And we haven't seen him see it run into anything and delete it. So yeah, when he was climbing he up the 
the wall. He saw it run into rocks, and they deleted the rocks. Oh. He was there when Rika's backpack got eaten. Well, 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 but that happened after... Um... The, the backpack part happened after he said he was scared everyone was going to... Which is fine, I guess. But also, he doesn't know everyone is above him, right? So does I mean, he literally everyone on the planet? He can metaphorically worry about other Digimon. Okay, so I guess that's fair. Also, I really want to know how he's climbing rocks with his, like, lack of fingers. Magic. Oh, man. Digimon magic. I also don't really buy into this Rika Rio fighting, but not fighting, saving each other. And then, you know, she's doing dramatic shit, whatever story arc. It's just not that good for me. I'm not not super. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but this was also like the best instance of it. I think it's just because it seemed more playful banter than being actually upset and at each other. Yeah. Which maybe that was supposed to show character growth. Unsure. Do not buy if it was. Um, was wasn't wasn't a solid choice in my book. Yeah. Also probably wasn't a solid choice to to like try to mesh Rika and Jury's development to be the same thing. Right? Like I think that's what they were trying to do. That Rika and Renamon are cycling I mean excuse me, Rika and Jerry are cycling together emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. So like that that's not I don't know. Seems bad. Because like we had like we had like Mm, it's rough to say better, but we've had other development that was given to soul characters for the length of an entire episode. Why does yeah. Rika get shafted? Well, and I mean, I feel like I've had this complaint every single time they evolve that like it just doesn't quite do it for me. But this one especially did not. I mean, it. Yeah. It seems like if you just told me what the situation was and I hadn't seen this show, I would be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, she wants to save her friends. She's upset about, you know, that things are getting deleted and it the loss of Leomon has kind of, like, unmoored her from believing that things will be okay. And so she's, like, trying to save everyone because that she needs to do that to feel safe again. I, I could totally buy that and be like wow that must be a really good episode but like that's not how it goes across it's just like she's like obsessed with fate and then leaps off into space does a bunch of nonsense and i don't i don't know i they didn't do enough character development yeah it it was out of place it was kind of they introduced it this episode and then the payoff was in the same episode also that yeah well there was a little bit of her being like, can we change fate last episode? Was there? I don't remember. And that's when uh, that's when Jerry said that the first time, or maybe even earlier than that. She keeps talking about fate. I maybe. Don't I don't know. It, it feels flat. Especially because, like, 
you could just point to the fact that like Rika has opened up more to like the group of kids before from previously and even earlier in the show and that's like such a stronger thing you could pull from yeah she wants to protect her friends i mean if you had done this episode where like they were scared or like someone was like oh no you know we're gonna die and she was like not on my watch and then like leapt off to go do the thing i i feel like that would be more compelling yeah this might be like an agency problem thing too. Yeah. Like I feel like this all these actions were just like forced from other characters to her. Yeah. Because so like the jury thing with fate that kicks that off. So that really wasn't on her own that she came up with that. And then like the Rio bit pushes her to to, I guess, act more impulsive, question mark? Maybe, sort of, kind of in line with when Rio shows up, with when Rika is there before. So it feels like all the actions are kind of just forced. Yeah. I'm not really liking the dynamic between Rio and Rika. It could be, like, a fun, sort of almost pseudo-flirty thing, but it's really not. I mean... If when Rio first appeared, if the conversation started with the tone they were in this episode, I could see that being a thing. Right. But the fact that they started worse and this is like the quote unquote better part. <laughs> this is the improvement. Yeah. I mean, it's an improvement, but how much of it how much is it of one really? I don't yeah, know. It's although... weird. I, um, I, the more I'm around people, the more I realize people do dumb shit like that. Like, stay, like, find these not-so-great relationship dynamics to be interesting and will stick around and participate in them. And where you're like, when I see it in TV, I'm often like, well, that's unrealistic and doesn't motivate the character well. And then I see it in real life and I'm like, how are you motivated by this? <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I mean, or, like, they could have explored more why it's a thing, and then I would have been like, okay, fine. Right, and, you know, and, like, all of the other friends are just sort of left behind. It's only Rio who, like, jumps off into space, which is weird to me because Takato is very much that way also and really cares about his friends, and so I don't understand why he doesn't, like, follow her. All the rest of them are just like, oh, no, I guess we'll stay on this rock so those two can go off and have private time. You know, like, what? No. And it takes them quite a while to start rappelling down the rock, etc. Right. So, I don't know. I just, I, it didn't feel genuine. Yeah. And also, <laughs> like, okay, so they fly all the way here, and then the gods are, like, real silent about what the fuck they're going to do with any of this, you know? And they don't say, like, get Kulamon, he's inside of this hole, or, like, we have to figure out how to do that. Like, there's no motivation for why they're there. And then the gods just are sort of silently waiting. Well, Phoenixmon does dive in there and then come back and be like, whoops, I guess not so much. I, right. Just, I mean, I guess yeah. it was assumed. That's That's my best guess. Okay, I guess. 
I don't know. And then, so yeah, the evolution happens. Uh, it's not, they didn't use CG because animators are horny and wanted to draw it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So the, the, the scene, the, uh, evolution scene, I have multiple problems with. Like, that's probably fair. Why do we need a chest shot and an ass shot in a children's television show? And I also, mean, what? I don't have an answer. Okay. And also, I mean, the I have answer a is just like TV. Do you remember seeing nipples on Henry or Takato when they have their transformation scenes? Um, all right. So for this, <laughs> I would have to admit that I'm paying attention when the Digivolution sequences are happening. But you don't pay attention? And usually I'm not because stock footage. Yeah. So that's Even usually when I'm scrolling Twitter. Wow, Garrett. Wow. I mean, I'm still keeping an eye on it. No, I don't remember that though. I because I but I don't feel... remember that I don't remember it being here with Rika either. So oh well, I I mean these were my first time seeing these in the I think as far as I can remember, and I don't remember nipples on the other two. I remember kind of thinking that they didn't have nipples, which is interesting. Um, but then Rika sure as fuck has nipples, and I'm just like, why though? And also, although I feel like. That shouldn't have gotten past the censors, but, but I could be no. wrong. She she doesn't though. She does well. She has nipples in the Japanese one. I know for sure. But she doesn't though. She did. I'm just blind, or my monitor's bad. Then, or either I... of which I'm acceptable. Well, it's possible. Maybe I'm seeing things. I don't know. I was pretty Wait. sure she had nips. Man. I hate that I have to take a screenshot of this to send you to be like, no, I don't see it. Okay. Because well, I, 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 it's uncomfortable having to stop this and take an image it, of it. You don't need to. I will just. I already you did. On it. Okay. Well, I, I will, uh, I will also play it and find where I found when I saw nips, and then I'm gonna play the other ones. Well, maybe. Okay. Well, I sent you an image in Discord. Yes, I saw. Thank you. Where yeah. it looks like I am correct. Yeah, I'm going to go search some small children's nipples. Uh, also, I did have this re-going through. There was there was actually no ass shot. Well, there was definitely a boob shot. And then oh, I yeah, there was. During, maybe not during the transformation, but other times in the show, I felt like they were showing stuff they didn't need to. I mean, to. probably. Random amount evolves. It, it's neat, I guess. It just plays into the quote-unquote religious things that Renamon's path has been going down. It's fine. Like, it's not the worst design in the world. I I was sure I saw nips in here, and there are, did not appear to be any. Well, where the hell is that? Oh, no, wait. Oh, I see where it is. Hold on a second. It's not during the, trans it's not during the beginning part of the transformation scene. It is. So is it that, or is it shadows? Because I did see another part where... It was shaded in a way to show curves, I guess. Well, I don't... Okay, now I'm sending you screenshots. I hate this. 
children's nipples. <laughs> oh, God, somebody's going to call the cops on us. Okay. Can I talk about how I hate this? Because I hate this. I, I hear that you hate this. Um, In the end, though, like, aside from them, she's kicking it themselves, like, the base Digimon design is not, like, offensively horny. So, oh, like, no, it's there's that. Nice. Did you agree with me? Yeah. I okay. Agree. Are you upset about it? No. I just, I didn't hear properly, so I just wanted to confirm. Yeah, yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Look, there are nips on the bottom of the screen. There's no reason to have, I don't know what else that's supposed to be. Fucking hate. I, are you sure that's not just, like, bad shading? But what would it be shading? The, it curves, I guess? I don't know. Of her boobs? Yes. Is that necessary? No, but... Those are also... I mean, if that's the case, her boobs are like... I mean, which I... There's, you know, all boobs are beautiful and it's fine, but it anatomically would be a very strange place to have boobs. Like, the curve of your boob. And there's it's such a tiny little shadow, they would be like, you know, two inches across or something. Look, I'm just... Trying to justify it in the least worst way. <laughs> the least worst. I mean, that's my guess, because, like, there's the light, there's weird shading going around in any all of these scenes anyway. I guess. And maybe their animators are just like, hey, remember Rika's a lady? That's what I got. Mm. So now we should, we should leave this conversation and never come back to it again. <laughs> I would enjoy that. Yeah, in the Dukeman evolution... They don't even appear to show other than uh, Takato's head. You're still looking at these, huh? Yeah. I just want to know. <laughs> I mean, okay, I anyway. guess. This is unnecessary. I don't know why they're doing this. Anyway, I it's fine, I guess. Whatever. It's done now. Maybe, oh, you know what it is? Maybe she has really weird birthmarks. I thought we were done talking about this. <laughs> anyway, so Kulaban's back now, and they're Oh, Ryo lost his uh, Shin Megami Tensei glove. Oh, yeah. A real tragedy. I mean, I did. Like, it was a pretty cool cyberpunk glove. No, I agree with you. You said it very sarcastically. I mean, I am sarcastic, but also it's sad because that was a cool part of his outfit. Like... Now he's like significantly less cool. Where did he get that in the first place? Does it does it matter? The first rule of Digimon is you don't go into Ryo's backstory. Oh okay. I'm uh. I need the rules written down for me. Well, that's the one I just made up. So when I make up others, I'll add it to a list and okay. uh, provide it to you. Thanks. That's what I need. So how many God Digimon are there? Just the four, right? Four. So we've met all four. Tiger, Correct. turtle, bird, lizard. Correct. Flying lizard. Yeah. I don't. This is fine. This episode. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't really think I have anything else to say about it. I don't even think like Evolve Renmon gets to do anything. She fights some bubbles. Yeah. All that's that's a whole other thing. Like. How is she safe from the bubbles when the others were not? 
Does that mean all of the Matrix Evolution people are safe from bubbles? I don't know. But, like, it's it's just like an anticlimactic, like, quote-unquote fight. It's like, here's well, some flowers. I made everything disappear. And it's warm. Everybody says that, though. Yeah, I don't know why it's so warm. Everybody says that with Matrix Evolutions. It's not even unique. I don't right, know. Maybe it's why? like they're equating it to like closeness or love, and people say that's warm. Okay, I see. It's like Hallmark Channel warm. Yeah. Warms mm, the heart. Mm, that might make it worse somehow. <laughs> cool. Also, I don't understand the physics of throwing two spears at the rocks to make a nest for other rocks to fall on top of it. Well, if the chunks of rocks that you cut off in the beginning are not big enough to fit into the holes, then you create, like, a shelf, essentially. Yeah, but why not just get big enough chunks of rock? Well, you'd have to get a chunk of rock that was so big that it couldn't fit down the hole. Yeah, it seems like they could have just done that. I mean, true, yes. They could have put one giant. But I think it would be less cool and amazing if they did it that way. Yeah, it was so cool and amazing when there's not one, but two spears. Uh, yeah. I don't... So now they go, and it sounds like Kulamon's gonna evolve everybody next episode. Yep. We shouldn't talk about next episode, because you generally don't watch those. I don't. I just... My brand new dog that I have was like I need attention right this minute and I was like oh okay well I guess I won't stop this then so thanks to Lido for making sure I watched the rest of the wait what is it called now Lido okay that is different from what you told me yesterday it is I know well I said we were thinking about calling it Barrett right he didn't he doesn't respond to Barrett he responds to Lido yeah I mean he he didn't look like the FF7 character, so, like, checks out. Well, he also doesn't look like Duke Lido Atreides from uh, Dune, but that's okay. Lido also sounds like Little, and he is Little, so. That's true. His full name is Lido Trotsky because he has a funny walk, Little Trot. Gotcha. Um, so do you have anything else to say about this episode? Uh, nope. Good. Neither do I. I give it a rookie out of five. Agreed. Cool. That's two, in case you forgot the ranking. No, no, I do remember the ranking-ish. I at least remember that one. Okay. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a trash fire. (laughs) But it also wasn't not a trash fire. I mean, it was maybe like the spark. (laughs) But it, it didn't like, land on anything to really get get a good stoke going. It was just a dumpster, which isn't optimal, but it was not on fire. That That's fair, too. Yeah. I, it, Rika deserves better. Hot take. Yeah, what the fuck, y'all. Hot take. Female characters deserve better in 90% of shows. Yes. I, I, I probably that's too low percent in like 90 99% of shows and life and life because life imitate, imitates art so this is why it's a problem yes correct good job Garrett you have figured it out 
I mean, I don't feel better that I figured it out because, like, <laughs> it's still bad. Yeah. Uh, you want to cheer me up with a poem? Uh, sure. Are you familiar with the um, How Now Brown, or excuse me, the uh, Purple Cow poem? I can't remember um, what his nope. name is. Okay. Well, this one will be new to you then, and perhaps not as funny. But uh, here we go. I never saw a D-Reaper. I never hoped to see one. But I can tell you anyhow I'd rather see than be eaten by one. Yep, yeah, sure. That sounds fine, I guess. It's like a solid, uh, it's like a solid, like, B, I guess. I'm going to have to send you the original poem because then it'll be funnier, but that's okay. Sorry, too much effort. It's like four lines. Too much effort. Okay. Um, it's a podcast, though. It's on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com where there are links to stuff and things. Cool, cool, cool. The Digivolution will not be deleted by uh, globs of lava. <laughs> by a lava lamp. Yeah. And uh, good time. And goodbye. And stop. <laughs>